how to put on a meeting. We know how to put a flyer together and get a video and have an announcer to proclaim an event. But listen, it's time for us from going from event to event. And it's time for us to get in a flow. It's time for us to get in a move of God that's not shut on and shut off by what time church start or what time church stop. And not just when we in here and not just when we going out there, but everywhere we go, we're in a place and relationship where there's a flow from God, where we have a spiritual harvest that does not decay. We've been talking about harvest all month of October. Now we're here on the first day of November and I'm still on it. I'm still on it. And sometimes we preach this message and we teach from this scripture and we we think about natural and tangible things and yes i do believe god wants a natural and tangible harbor for us but some of us already got too much we already got enough in the material in the natural what we really need is a spiritual touch from god you know you say well preacher i need money i need a job i need a house i need a car but more than that what we need is a touch from god we need a touch from heaven we need our soul to be refreshed and revived by the presence of god we need to get in a place with God like we've not been before. We should be using this year, 2020, as a time of preparation. I've talked about the laws of harvest. We've talked about the importance of hard work. We've talked to him about the importance of planting a seed and not walking away from the seed. But I want to talk to today about the preparation for harvest. Listen, a preparation for harvest. How do we get prepared for what God is doing? Are we using the time God is giving us to prepare ourselves? Or are we just on vacation? Are we just in a place where we say, well, I'll just take a break from church. I'll take a break from Bible study. I'll take a break from the work of the kingdom. I'll use the coronavirus as an excuse not to praise him, not to serve him. Like never before, this is a time for us to push and push ourselves into the presence of God like we've never been before so that we can be ready for the harvest that God is getting ready to release in the earth. God wants to release a harvest in your life, but he wants you to be able to handle it. He wants you to be able to handle it. And that's why I want to talk this morning very briefly about a spiritual harvest that does not fade. Anybody remember what it looked like when you first came to Christ? You gave your life to him and you were excited about the work of the Lord. You were excited about church. You were excited about going to the prayer meeting, the Bible study. You were excited about the conferences. You were excited about the outreach and the things that were going on. But over time, things begin to fade. People start getting on your nerves. Y'all not saying nothing. You start looking at things and looking at what's happening around you. And then for, before you know it, that fire that you had within you begins to fade. It be, that flame that used to burn bright you, begins to dim. But God wants us to give us a spiritual harvest that does not fade. Come on, somebody say that. I want a spiritual harvest that does not fade. Hallelujah. Praise the name of God. We want to read very quickly from 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 12. We're going to read Paul's letter to the church at Corinth, starting at verse 12. Here in this chapter, in this letter that is written, here he talks about the glory of the new covenant. In verse 12, he says, praise God, in verse 12, he says, Since this new covenant gives us such confidence, we can be very bold. And we are not like Moses, who put on a veil over his face, so the people of Israel will not see the glory fading away. 
my God. But the people's minds were hardened. And even to this day, whenever the old covenant is being read, a veil covers their minds so they cannot understand the truth. And this veil can only be removed by believing in Christ. Come on, it's time for us to go beyond the veil, saints. It's time for us to press in the place with God, not for religion and not for tradition and ritual, to, to receive an outpouring from heaven of a spiritual harvest that does not fade. I want to go quickly to the Old Testament to give some context. If you read in Exodus chapter 34, you go down to verse 29. Exodus chapter 34, verse 29. I'm just going to skip around just a little bit, if that's all right. Exodus chapter 34, verse 29. You look at Moses' encounter with God. Moses spent time in God's presence. And that's where he heard from God, and God gave him the law. He gave him the word. And in Exodus chapter 34, verse 29, it says, I'm going to start at verse 28. It says, Moses was up on the mountain with the Lord 40 days and 40 nights. And in all that time, he neither eat nor drank. And at that time, he wrote the terms of the covenant, the Ten Commandments, on stone tablets. Look at here. How do I get a spiritual harvest that does not decay? Listen, we've got to be consistent in our relationship with God. And we've got to spend quality time with him in his presence. When was the last time you went on a fast? When was the last time you spent time in intense prayer, in intense place before God's presence? When was the last time you cut the TV off? I got to ask the Lord to forgive me. Our power was out, and I'm ran got a generator, so I can keep the refrigerator and the freezer going, praise God. And before we know it, we had the TV hooked up. Y'all not saying nothing. Hey, man, we needed something to keep the kids quiet. But sometimes we just need to cut the devil, the devil box off. That's what the saints used to call TV. Well, you know, when they first got television, the people of God, the saints didn't want nobody to know they had one because they said it was a devil box. But everybody got one now. Amen. We know God can use technology and all types of mediums to bring forth his word and gospel. We thank God for that. Amen. But sometimes we need to shut the radio off, the television off, so that we can read the Bible, so we can study the word, so we can pray and we can hear from God. And here Moses spent 40 days and 40 nights in the presence of the Lord. Now, we have obligations and responsibilities, but what are we doing? And what are we spending our time on? And who are we spending our time with? And what value is it adding to us? What value is the deposit we receive in the places we give most of our time to? What is it doing? Most of us, we're worn out by the time it's time for God to do something for us and with us because we've given our place and ourselves to so many other things and to so many other places and we're spent, we're worn out. But listen, God wants to develop in you a holy character and a holy fervence and desire and a passion and a fire that does not go out. Listen, God doesn't want you to live a life that's worn out. But the songwriter said, every round goes higher and higher since I laid my burdens down. I feel better since I laid my burdens down. There's some things we need to give up so that we can go up. Y'all not saying nothing. There's some things we need to give up so we can go up. There's some people we need to give up so we can go up. 
There's some places, there's some things, there's some attachments, there's some relationships, there's some agreements, there's some transactions that we're in, there's some in institutions we're involved in that we need to give up so we can go up higher in God. Listen, for we can produce and receive a spiritual harvest from God that does not fade. I want you to know we serve a living God, and Moses was in the presence of the living God. It says that, verse 29, when Moses came down the mountain, he carried the stone tablets inscribed with the terms of the covenant. But he wasn't aware that his face glowed because he had spoken to the Lord face to face. Moses was in God's presence for so long up on the mountain that when he came down, there was a visible understanding. There was a visible evidence that he had been with God. And listen, so many times we come in and out of church and we come in and out of in arrangements and relationships and situations and institutions and we say we're saved and we love God, but there's no difference in us than there is in anybody else. But listen, when you spend time with Jesus, when you spend time with the Father, you ought to look different. You ought to talk different. You ought to sound different. Oh, the saints of old, they used to fast and pray a lot. And sometimes some of those old men and old women, you could see visibly the glory of God shining on their face. I'm not going to call a name. There's a woman I know that was so anointed. You could see the Holy Ghost in her hair. Because she spent time with God. You said, preacher, what you're talking about? It's in the word. Moses was in God's face so much that when he came down from the mountain, they could see Jesus. Listen, they could see his presence. They could see his glory. Oh, my God. It says in verse 30 that when Moses and Aaron and when the people of Israel saw the radiance of Moses' face, they were afraid to come near him. Listen, we need to get a spiritual harvest back where people not playing with church no more. Listen, we want people to come to God. We want people to come to Christ. But we as men and women of faith, we ought to be so anointed. Sometimes folk afraid to come in because they know they're going to meet Jesus. Sometimes the sinner, amen, don't have no fear of God. They don't have no reverence of God because we have diminished and we have taken out the things that are so important and instrumental in our spiritual understanding and our spiritual productivity. And we need to get back to a place where the anointing of God is so strong, where the presence of God is so thick that the sinner will come to God and be saved and be changed and transformed just like we were when we were in God's face, when we were in God's presence. I remember when I was a child, I wasn't saved yet. Then I didn't have a Holy Ghost, but I was in a holy church, and I used to be scared sometimes. Those saints being there praying and calling on God, and I knew I was doing something that wasn't right. Y'all not saying nothing. And I saw, Lord, please don't let them call me out. Please don't let them bring me to the altar. Listen, we need to get back in a place with God where we can receive a spiritual harvest, where we can be filled with the Holy Ghost, where we're not afraid, we're not running and hiding from our destiny and our purpose, but we're being set free and liberated by the presence and the glory of God. Does anybody want to see something different? I just believe, just as it's been spoken to us, that when this pandemic is over, 
there's a lot of stuff that's not going to look like it looked before we came into it. I'm just here to tell you about it, Christ. I'm speaking to you online. The church going to look different when this is over. Y'all not saying nothing today. God is tired of some stuff. We have come into a place where we've got a form and a ritual, but we've lost the power of the living God that heals, that delivers, that sets free. It's time for us to get in a place with God where the drunker is not drunk no more. The person that's high on reefer not getting high no more. I was trying to get some barbecue the other day, and there was an establishment next to it, the CBD. Every time I looked up, somebody was jumping out of their car, running in there to get something. People got pain, and they're doing everything they can to hide and to cover it up. Listen, we've gone all of these forms and methods, even in a conservative territory, Oklahoma, a place where we're supposed to be about Jesus. we just as bad as everybody else. And listen, we got church folk doing it. Y'all not saying nothing. Oh, you ain't got to be shameful today. Listen, it's time for us to get in a place where God, to know that he can heal, he can deliver, and he can break bondage off of our life. I wish somebody would help me preach today. You know what sin does? Sin causes death. The scripture says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Listen, Moses called to them and Aaron in the community to come and talk with him. Verse 32 says the people came and Moses gave them the instructions that he received on Mount Sinai. And we had finished speaking with them. He put a veil over his face. But whenever he went to the tent of meeting with the Lord, he removed the veil until it came out. And then he would give the people whatever instructions the Lord had given him. And the people would see the glow on his face. And afterward, he would put again on the veil. And then he returned to speak with the Lord. Let's go back to 2 Corinthians chapter 13. Chapter 3, rather. And we'll go down to verse 15. It says, yes, even today when they read Moses' writings, their hearts are covered with that veil, and they do not understand. This is the same picture that we saw in the Old Testament. We see it today, where people's hearts and minds are covered with a veil that is hiding where they are spiritually, that's hiding where they really are, how they're feeling, how they're willing doing. And listen, a lot of us, we're walking around not just with the COVID-19 mask, but we had a mask on before it got started because we were pretending we were hiding. We were looking like we had it together and we didn't have it together. But listen, it's time for us to get in a place of realness with God, with the spiritual harvest, and receive a spiritual understanding and a refreshing from heaven that does not fade. Thank you, Lord. My God today, verse 16, 2 Corinthians 3 says, but whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. God wants to take the veil off of your life today. It says, now the Lord is a spirit. Look at this revelation. And wherever the spirit of the Lord is, he gives freedom. Listen, it's time for us to get set free from some stuff. Listen, and then I was in my prayer this morning. I felt God begin to break some things off of my life break some stuff off of my life and many of us everybody in this room amen need deliverance from something from somebody or from somewhere you're not saying nothing today saints of God as long as we are in this natural body there's a fight there is a pressure there is an intentional consistency we're gonna have to make the effort to stay free my Lord 
We're in a world of bondage. We're in a world of darkness. But the spirit of the Lord brings freedom. It says all of us have had that veil removed so that when we can be mirrors that brightly reflect the glory of the Lord. And as the spirit of the Lord works within us, we become more and more like him and reflect his glory evermore. Listen, when you get in a place with God, you should be just like a mirror. When you're in God's presence, when you are in his presence, his glory begins to shine on you. It begins to shine through you because you're in relationship with him. You're looking for a spiritual harvest that does not decay. My, 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 my. In the Old Testament, God gave Moses the law to show himself. The law is there to show man himself. The law shows us our sinful nature. It shows us the consequences of what sin does. Sin separates us from Christ. Sin causes decay. I've, we've got our pumpkin patch out there. And we've got different pumpkins, different sizes, different colors. But they've all been separated from the vine. They've all been harvested. And over time, just like this swan gourd, they call it, it begins to decay. They were all green when we got them. But this one is starting to turn brown. Now look at it. It's got a hole in it. Look like it's got a bruise on it. And you know what? Many of us are looking like this swan gourd in the spirit. Listen, there's decay. There's spiritual decay. But the Lord says, I want you to get in a place with me. I want you to get in my face. Listen, I want you to experience my glory. I want you to receive something in my presence where there's a glory that shines in your life, where there's a spiritual harvest that's produced in you that does not decay. I've got another one here. It's beginning to dry up. Y'all not saying nothing, and it's drying up because it's been separated from the vine. And listen, this is what happened to us in church, saints. When we in, we in the house, but we're not really connected with the Father. Listen, we get hard. This is what happened to our heart. It gets hard. And listen, it starts to get burned down. It gets bruised. And then it starts to dry up. And then we can't praise God. We can't get a hallelujah out of our mouth because we've allowed ourselves to be tainted to be separated. We've, we've allowed sin to take control. But the Spirit of the Lord brings freedom. Thank you, Lord. From, from Freedom from what? From bondage, from addiction, from spiritual internal death, freedom from lack of peace, freedom from guilt. God wants to be in relationship with you with the veil that's been removed. Listen, Moses put the veil on not because the glory was shining so bright, but he put the veil on because the moment he left God's presence, the glory began to fade. The moment Moses came down from the mountain, the shine and the radiance that people saw and were enamored by began to fade. So he put the veil on to hide and to disguise the fading that was occurring. Listen. We don't have to put a veil on today, saints. Christ have removed the veil. Listen, it's time for us to go beyond the veil. We don't have to pretend. Listen, it's not a certain type of clothes we wear. It's not a type of shape we get. 
Listen, it's what's on the inside that needs to work on the outside. Listen, God wants to produce in you a glory and a harvest that does not fade. Thank you, Lord. We don't have to hide in God's presence or from God's presence. Sometimes we stray away from the fire or the presence of God because we don't want the man or woman of God to see us. Oh, praise the name of God. We don't want nobody to see us. But what are you hiding from? And what are you hiding for? Listen, we're not fooling nobody. We're not hurting anybody but ourselves. This is a place where God wants us to move into a place of realness, where people aren't hiding anymore, where we're not covering up, but we can say and be honest, I have a problem. I need deliverance. I'm broken. I need healing. My God, today, listen, the Lord wants to produce in us a spiritual harvest that does not decay. The reason why things are so bad and so rough in our world, because we have left God's presence. We have left the place of devotion and praise and worship. We have let ourselves become inconsistent in our walk with God. Listen, inconsistency kills intimacy. My Lord, today, too many of us, we come in and out of the thing of God. We're not consistent. And so we lose that fire and that passion because we are connected with other things. But listen, God wants to produce a consistency in us so he can produce a closeness in us where we are a part of him and we reflect who he is. James 4 and 8 just says that if we come near to God, that he will come near to us. Praise God. He's working in our lives. Do we spend time turning our hearts and tuning our hearts to his voice so we can hear him when he speaks? Are we growing closer to God? Are we being consistent? Are we doing what John said, Jesus said, and through the apostle John in his gospel, if you abide in me and I abide in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Listen, if we want to produce a spiritual harvest, we're going to have to produce a relationship that's consistent before God. My God, today, we don't have to pretend to be anything. We need to know God in an intimate way. And the only way you get to know someone is by spending quality time in their presence. Moses was up there for 40 days and 40 nights, but he was under the old system. He was under the old covenant, but we're under a new covenant now. Listen, we're not bound by the law, but we're under grace. And by grace are you saved through faith, not of works, lest any man should boast. My God, today, God wants to produce a transformation in our life. The transformation God wants to produce in our life is not one that's transactional, that's one time, that's done. Not one that just stops and ceases in a moment. But he wants to continue to produce and to shine and to project his glory and his power. He wants his power to increase, not to fade. And listen, we're in a time, saints, to plug in like we've never plugged in before. Listen, he says, I'll do a new thing in you. It'll spring forth. I want to produce something in you that increases, not decreases. Something that gets, get, gets more life in it, not dried up. But I get more fire. Listen, I get more, I get more uh, presence. The more of his anointing, more of his glory is shining on me.
Thank you, Lord. I'm not going to rot. Listen, too many of us, we're rotting. Listen, and we are among people who are rotting and are decaying. Listen, they told us when they gave us the pumpkins to go through and call them because if there's one bad one in it, it will ruin them all. And listen, some of us, we need to go, we need to pluck some things out of our life. We need to allow God to call us, to cultivate us so that we can produce a spiritual harvest that does not decay. Some of us are wondering, what's going on with my harvest? Why am I not receiving the blessing and the overflow that God has for me? Because we've got stuff in our lives that's not right, that's not holy, that's not pure, and that's not divine. And listen, we've got to separate some things. We've got to take these, these decaying gourds that are in our life. What are we talking about? Things, relationships that aren't productive. Listen, thoughts that aren't good activities that aren't productive. We need to get rid of them so we can have a harvest that remains. Listen, we don't want to spoil the fruit that God has given us. Listen, it's time for us to get in a place with God. Listen, where we're not bickering and arguing and fighting. We're not in a place of confusion and division, but we're being transformed. We're increasing in power and in might and in spiritual strength. Listen, we're not fading away, but we're getting closer to our home. And the closer we get to our home, the more anointed we ought to be, the more powerful we ought to be, the more productive we ought to be. Listen, God wants to produce a spiritual harvest in your life, through your life, that Satan can't put out the fire. Listen, he can't put out your fervent, your prayer life, your praise life, your devotion, your commitment, your testimony. Don't want to decay. It can't decay. Listen. I've got to get rid of some stuff. There's some baggage I've got to lose. Praise God. There's some bondage the Lord wants to break. Y'all not saying nothing today. He says where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Listen, I don't want to be in a dead, dry place with God. Listen, I want to be anointed. I want to receive his power. I want his glory to flow through me. Listen, I don't want to dry up, but I want to be filled up with his goodness, with his mercy, with his peace. God wants to produce a spiritual harvest in and through your life. Stay with him. Stay with it. We're under new covenant. Listen, we need to pull the veil off. Listen, I want you to see me. Hey, listen, just for a moment. But what I really want you to do is see Jesus. Listen, when you look at me. Listen, you're not just looking at Anthony no more. But you see God. You see his glory. You see his power. I just don't want to look at Sister Linda, but I want to see God. I want to see his glory. I want to see his love, his light shining bright. We got too much self today. It's time for us to get rid of self and say like, Lord, less of me and more of you. Listen, that I decrease, that he may increase. How do you receive spiritual increase? You've got to decrease. Oh, my God. The mind says we, we've got to divide, we've got to deny ourselves. If anyone must follow me, he must take up his cross and deny himself. Praise God. We've got to get rid of selfishness to see a spiritual harvest that does not decay. Listen, it's not just about you, but listen, God have us all in the field, just like those pumpkins out there in the yard. And listen, their souls represent souls. Y'all not saying nothing. That's what a spiritual harvest is. It's about souls. And it's time for us to produce a spiritual fruit everywhere we go. Y'all not saying nothing. People are turning to Christ because we've been in his presence. Listen, they're not turning away from him. They're turning towards him because we've been in the mirror. We've been fixing our hair. 
We've been fixing our heart. Y'all not saying nothing. We've been fixing our mind. Our spirit is being renewed. Listen, we begin to reflect and project his image. And listen, what is him? What is in his image? What is in his presence? Healing, joy, salvation, forgiveness, separation from sin and darkness. It's time. I'm ready. And I want a spiritual harvest that will not decay. Does anybody want that today? I'm sorry I preached too long. But it's time for us to get hungry for God. It's time for us to get rid of those decaying things that are in our life, to receive the freedom that comes from being in God's presence and let him work within us so we can reflect his glory everywhere we go. Thank you, Lord. The devil's trying to change and turn your testimony all the time. But listen, listen, it's time for us to take the Lord with us everywhere we go. Everything we do. Listen, I'm not going to let you steal my joy. I'm not going to let you take my peace. I'm not going to let you rob me of my destiny. Listen, I'm not going to let people on my job change who I am. Listen, I'm not going to let the world, what people think of me, change who I am. I'm going to stay in God. I'm going to stay with God. I'm going to stay before God. And listen, I'm going to get so much of God in me where the devil had to come out of you. Because every time I walk in the room, there's a light that comes on. There's a light that shines brightly. And listen, we're in a dark world. There's some dark things going on. And we need some people that are in a right place, that get in right relationship with the Father so that we can see a harvest like we've never seen before. Is anybody looking and wanting to God to do it in your family? He wants to see him do it in your home. Do you want to see him do it on your street where you live? Do you want to see him do it in the White House? Y'all not saying nothing. You want to see him do it on Capitol Hill, down the street at City Hall. Listen, it's time for us to get in God's presence and let his glory reflect the image of Jesus Christ in us. So the things we do, we don't do no more. The things we think, we don't think no more. But we've got a mind and a heart that's full of the fervors. That comes from God. Hallelujah. Come on, it's harvest time. We've declared it. It's harvest time. Listen, I'm getting rid of rotten stuff. Listen. Hallelujah. It's time for us to throw some things out. Hallelujah. Praise God. You don't have to throw people out. But it's time for you to walk away from some foolishness. Thank you, Lord. Listen, I'm ready for a spiritual harvest that doesn't decay. Listen, I don't care if I'm not accepted by your organization anymore. I want God for real. I'm tired of the veil. It's time for me to go beyond the veil. I want to be like Jesus. I want to see Jesus. I want to feel Jesus. I want to experience Jesus. I want to see the blind. See, I want to see the deaf here. I want to see the lame walk. Y'all not saying nothing today. I want to see the backslider saved. I want to see my family come out of, of things, of generational curses. I want them to be broken. I want to see my cousins and my children and my sons and my daughters and my uncles and my aunts set free from darkness. Praise God. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. I'm done preaching today. Hallelujah. I want a spiritual harvest that does not decay. Thank you, Lord. Oh, he says, we have treasure in these earthen vessels. My God, today, don't you know, even this mortal body you have, it's fading. But listen, the Lord saved your soul today. Listen, he wants to increase your spirit today. Listen, 
there's life in him. Praise the Lord. Yes, so the, the Lord says, I'm going to breathe new life into you. But I need you to be consistent before me. Listen, I need you to get in a place with me like Moses. Come on, spirits, my glory. Come on, get in my face. Come on, throw some junk out. Listen, come down off the mountain and take the veil off. Listen, people need to see the Jesus that's in you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, they used to sing it to Jesus in me. Love the Jesus in you. And it'll make it easier to love. Some of us, we can't get along with folk because we, we don't allow the devil to get in us. But we need to let the devil out of us. Amen. So the devil can get out of folk. Hallelujah. Praise the name of God. Hallelujah. I'm ready. It's time for a spiritual harvest that does not decay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Standing to your feet if you can. God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your son, Jesus. We thank you, God, that you were risen. You were dead and buried, but you came up out of the grave and to produce a harvest that lasts. And, Lord, we thank you today that we are the first fruits and first partakers of this new covenant. And we are under the blood of Jesus. And we thank you today that sin no longer has control over our life. But we've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. And we thank you today, God, that every place of decay and death within us, let it be loose from us now. And let us be received and blessed and filled with the presence of the Almighty God to heal our brokenness. The places where we've been hardened. The places where we've allowed the, the dry to come because we've separated ourselves from you. Lord, we want to experience a glory that increases, a harvest that increases and doesn't fade away. Lord, so many have grown cold. They've turned their backs on you. But Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to preach this message, to declare this gospel that Jesus, that Jesus is bringing forth a spiritual harvest in and through us that does not fade. And we thank you that the veil has been ripped in two. We thank you that we can enter into your presence with boldness. As Paul says, now we have this confidence, this boldness, that we can come to God and we can be set free because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. <laughs> Hallelujah. Lord, let us be free today from every place of spiritual bondage and lack and decay. Lord, do a new thing in our heart. Hallelujah. And a new thing in our life. We'll tell everybody you did it and everybody you fixed it. In Jesus' name, amen. If you're listening to me online or you're not saved or in the room, repeat this prayer to me. Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. I want to be saved. I believe Jesus is the Son of God. I believe he died on the cross and he rose from the dead with all power in his hand. I thank you for coming into my heart, coming into every place of spiritual decay, spiritual drought, produce a spiritual harvest in me that will remain, that will increase, and that will not fade. I thank you for saving me, healing me, and delivering me. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on and praise God.